You're now listening to the preview of the first Patreon bonus episode. Now, don't leave just yet. I know what you're thinking. This guy wants me to pay to listen to extra episodes? What the hell? Well, the truth is, I need your help to keep this podcast going, and starting a Patreon page is the most sensible option. This way, I can continue to make the podcast and all its free episodes, and you can help support an independent creative trying to spread the love of art and tell these important artist stories. This podcast alone is a full-time job, taking me 30-plus hours to create each episode, and that's on top of all the other things I'm doing with My Art Is Real, and I'm doing all this by myself. So if you love art and this podcast has inspired you in any way, don't leave me hanging. Head on over to patreon.com forward slash myartisreal and sign up for only $3 a month. Not only will you get all current and future bonus episodes, but you'll get a whole ton more of Patreon-only content. And from the bottom of my heart, I thank all of you for listening, and I hope you enjoy this preview and next week's normal full episode. The internet is such an incredible thing. I know for myself, without the internet, I wouldn't be where I am today. And if you talk to most emerging artists, you'll hear the exact same thing. It was first blogs, then it was sites like DeviantArt, and then Instagram, of course, and whatever's going to come next. The internet has changed the way that artists make a living. You no longer have to move to an art capital like New York City if you want to make a name for yourself and start selling in galleries. All you have to do is simply make your art, post it online anywhere you can, and eventually someone will notice. However, it wasn't just the internet that allowed today's guest to reach the world outside of his home country and find an eager audience for his work. It was also his incredible drive, talent, and of course, a desire to inspire others through art. I'm your host, Jacob Johnson. This is the Mired is Real podcast, bonus episode one, Bleak. All right, so I am Bleak. I am from the Philippines. I do studio paintings and street art. Growing up in the Philippines, Bleak had a rough start as a kid. His father was out of town and not around for much of his early life. Not because he didn't want to be around, but because he was busy working as hard as he could to make a good life for his family. How was your life uh, growing up in the Philippines? Well, from the start, it's been a, a rough road from my family from the start because I didn't grow up rich. Or, yeah, it came from a middle class family. So my childhood, my father is not always present. And yeah, he always go overseas to work. My childhood, we always, I had a different uh, home well, growing up, I didn't notice or I didn't feel any sadness because my father is not around. But because I, I'm pretty much adventurous and I always wanted to go out. Bleak's father was an engineer and was out in places like Dubai doing work to save money for his family. Once he had saved enough, he had bought a home for his family and thankfully they never had to move again. And when you were growing up, what sort of stuff were you getting into? So I I really love doing like games on the streets. Filipinos they have a lot of like traditional um, games where the kids like they they just run around the streets pretty much all the time. So when we wake up after breakfast, we are really itchy to go out and play until lunch, and then right after lunch. So yeah, most of the time I wanna. I really want to play games. I've been pretty much adventurous 
until my early teens. And was art in your life at all when you were growing up? Well, during my elementary days and uh, high school days, up to college days, I really, I'm really into drawing. Not the type of like figure drawing or the portrait drawing. It's like most of the time it looks like doodles and stuff. Something like very cartoony. I remember during when I was 10 years old, there's, there's like, uh, an app, which is the, the computer back then, they use, uh, floppy disks. And the app is like a font maker where you can draw using the arrow keys. I always use that when I was young and then I just copy like famous cartoons here in the Philippines. And then growing up high, during high school, well, being close to my friends and having all the adventures, I remember I tried to make like a DIY comics where, where we are all the heroes and stuff. And then the villains are the PlayStation shop owner, my teacher. It's like I'm making, <laughs> it's like we are, I'm making my own universe with all of my friends. So Bleak just brought up something that I haven't actually revealed to you yet. He said he would make comics about his friends and even the PlayStation Store owner. Well, how it worked when he was a kid in the Philippines was most people didn't have money to buy a PlayStation and games for it to keep at home. So instead of owning your own, you would go down to a store where you could pay money and spend so many hours playing that day. And so when would you and your buddies go down to the PlayStation Store and hang out? So it's like a school bus in America. They, after they pick us up, I I really don't go straight to school. I go and ride like there are there, like you know tuk tuk in the Thailand. We call it. It's like a motorcycle with a sidecar. It's like a transport. I sneak to ride a tricycle, and then from there I I will go to the PlayStation shop. And then I am, I will meet my friends who also skip the ski classes. From there, we will, we will call the owner and the owner is kind of like letting us in, even though he knows it's illegal to accept kids skipping classes. <laughs> so from 8 a.m. until 4 p.m., we will, we will play. Bleak said he was a bad kid growing up, but hey, if I could skip class and get away with going to play video games every Friday instead, best believe I would have done so. But like I said before, it did cost money. So how were these kids paying to play? 